Is this thing on? Welcome to the safe space you didn't know you needed. Pour a glass and join us. You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Episode 66. From Anna Delvey to Tindler Swindler, we're sick of you manipulators. Check out episode 66 to hear all about how to notice the sign of manipulators and ways to avoid it. As always, please subscribe, like, and comment. We love hearing from you guys. Welcome back to episode 65 of Goddess Culture Podcast. We are on episode 66. Oh, welcome back to episode 66. (laughs) (laughs) It says 65 and then it says 66. It's okay. Y'all know what episode it is. Y'all listening. Um, That should tell y'all what kind of week we had. (laughs) Particularly me because I was wrong and she was right as usual. Um, Yeah, glad to be back. We, of course, have a bottle today we're not trying anything new we have our usual our favorite what's it called martini and rossi yeah the asti sparkling wine bad bitch um it's great like if you're somebody who doesn't like like you like sweeter stuff but you don't like overly sweet right you don't like juice this is a good option it's delicious and it's our go-to yeah gets us right every time um it's not five o'clock but it's five o'clock somewhere so why not pour it up Pour it up. Join us. Um, as always, don't forget to comment, rate, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and wherever you listen to this episode. Uh, we want to do our best to climb the charts, and we need your help. Um, we also want more people to listen in and give us their opinions and talk to us and everything. So that's how we can get more ears on the show. So we appreciate it. Yes, we're big feedback queens. So if you see an opportunity for us or things we could do better or things you want us to talk about more or add an additional segment we are here to please we want to know we want to know so definitely hop in our dms and let us know your thoughts mm-hmm. um let's talk news free britney griner this is ridiculous yeah it's honestly ridiculous that she's still in russia mm-hmm. i think they said it was like over 100 days at this point mm-hmm. and she played guilty right D- I, i'm not sure i if, if if the update that i last saw was like she played gu- guilty um, I think that's what I saw. Don't quote us. We're not the news. We're just talking about what, what shows up on our feed and what resonates with us. But say all this to say, I think she had to plead guilty so that there could be like a trade of like a Russian prisoner from the U.S. to Russia. But what's taking so long? I can't tell you. And a piece of me feels like they're trying to prove a point because of how Trump handled like Russia and they were like buddies. And then like now we're not, you know? Yikes. Um, To say like leadership matters. And... We don't like y'all. I don't know. I could be wrong. I also rubs me the wrong way. If this was the NBA player, right. he'd have been home a week after this happened, right? After right. Russia gave him a slap on the wrist and said, hey, don't do that. My man would have been back home, whoever it was. But here she is still scared for her life. Literally, she wrote an open letter to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And she acts like she said she's literally scared to be here. Like she doesn't know what's going to happen to her. Like, she imagine- like she could die. Right. Imagine being in that position, one, as a black woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure it's not the best situation to be in, in a jail in Russia. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that as America, if it was, to your point, a, a man or someone who was in the NBA, mm-hmm. we probably would have a different conversation right now. And it's just, it's just really sad, like, for her family, for her wife, just for her life. Like, yeah. She should not be used as a pawn um, for this war or for any man, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's honestly disgusting. And I watch a lot of drug shows and jail shows. 
Right. And let me tell you something. Weed is the least of Russia's concerns, okay? Of course. They do. Sh- they shoot tar up their veins over there. I'm sorry, what? Okay. The tar, like, that goes on the floor. Like, black tar. Yeah. Wow. Like, shit like that, like, in their groin vessels, okay? Yikes. Yeah, there was this whole... I, I forget the name of the show, but it was certainly on Netflix. And it was, like, talking about, like, drug addiction around the world or whatever. Or, like, different countries' drug problems. Russia is scary, okay? Yeah. Like, big crack house vibes. And not it's not regular drugs, okay? They, they be using industrial ingredients to get high off of. And, and that's not me condemning Russia. That's me saying weed is the least of their concerns, right? right? Drugs are a problem everywhere. I know a lot of people affected by drugs. Um, this is not me condemning the people. This is me saying for a government to be so worried about what Britney had going on with marijuana is crazy to me. Right. When that's the issues that they have. Right. And they also said that a person... A couple months before Britney had got caught with um, marijuana more than what Britney got caught with. I think Mm -hmm. hers was like in a vape pen. Yeah, personal consumption. Personal consumption. And that person got off with like a fine and like no jail time. This is them proving a point to the U.S. So it very much so gives like they're proving a point. I think the drug part of it is like the least of it i think mm-hmm. they just was like oh we got it we got somebody yeah we got y'all we and now they're trying to prove a point and it's just disgusting yeah um so prayers go out to Brittany, her family everyone involved in this situation and we just hope that she can come home soon yeah for sure all right um today's affirmation the affirmation is let whoever think whatever and just get better focus on yourself honestly mm-hmm. when i saw this i really thought to myself and i said why are we in a place where we're constantly always thinking, you know, what someone else thinks? Mm-hmm. Every decision you make shouldn't be consumed by the fact that you're thinking, what will someone else think when I do this? Mm-hmm. You have to really focus on yourself. All that energy that you have for for um, making yourself better, all that energy that you, you have in your life, you want to channel that into yourself. Really, honestly, focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. Get better focus on yourself yeah what i love about this conversation and what i really love about the podcast is we don't think this stuff up once have it have this conversation on the show and like never talk about it again i remember a few weeks ago you and i were having a very similar conversation i remember like it was yesterday because i was sitting in my car facing my building literally we were talking i was about to get out of my car um and we're having a conversation about like people's expectations um and how when you're trying to be better there's a whole bunch of opinions about how you're doing so Right. And if you try to keep up with their expectations and their opinions, you'll never get to where you want to go because you'll be so focused on what they think about what you're doing and if you're doing a good enough job and, Mm. you know, if they think you're doing a good job or not, you know. And the truth of the matter is you have to focus on yourself and quiet the noise. And then whatever happens, happens, but it's not your business. Whoever thinks something about it, let them think it. Let Let them have that. Because it's not their work, it's yours, you know? It's literally not theirs. Yeah. And that applies to a lot of things, not just how you're, not your own, like, self-care or how you're being a better individual for yourself, but, like, how you show up in your relationships, how you show up at work. Like, do what you know you're supposed to do, do a good job, and let that be that. That's all. Don't focus on not another thing. We worry ourselves with things we have no control over. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone has a thought about what you're doing. Someone is guaranteed guaranteed they're going to think that you're wrong or you could have handled it this way or mm-hmm. that way. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Who cares? As long as you're going in the direction that you want your life to go in, focus on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. ever since I started focusing on myself, 
it has just been going on up, mm-hmm. honestly. And I don't mean that in like a, I made $3 million or anything like that. I mean it in the sense of like how I make my decisions and how I go about my life. Mm -hmm. If I'm consumed with the fact that this person, and I'm talking about family, friends, cousins, uncles, the neighbor, your boss, like everybody. If I'm, if I'm focusing on what they want out of my life, I'm not going to get anywhere. Like you have this one life. God gave you this one life. Focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to show up in a way that'll make you proud first. That's something I've been telling people lately. Like, make yourself proud first, and then whatever happens as a result happens. Right. You know, if you if you in turn make someone else proud by the way you show up for yourself, the way you do better for yourself, then great. But then you run the risk of not making that person proud, not making that person happy with your results. If you're happy with it, if you're fine or, or proud of the way you show up, that's step one. Period. Yeah, but that was a good one. Um. All right, let's move into Unbossed. So our unbossed this week is Ashley White of Skin Class Hero. Um, She's a black traveling esthetician based out of Chicago um, that I have found. um, Actually, I found her a little bit ago because of um, this other podcast that I listen to. Um, But essentially, she talks all things products, methods, ingredients on her Twitter. She has a very engaged Twitter audience um, where she discusses, like, you know, people can ask her questions and she'll reply or she'll show a client and talk about what she did differently on their skin to uh, help improve it. But she's very transparent, uh, especially about ingredients and melanated skin, um, though her clientele is pretty um, diverse. So I absolutely love that. I actually got to speak with her one-on-one and in real life, well, virtually, um, for some work that I was doing with Hanahana Beauty. Um, We hosted a live shopping event where she talked about shea butter and the efficacy and exfoliation and how to care for your uh, black skin in the summertime. So you can find her on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok, I believe, at at SkinClassHero. Her name is Ashley White. Um, if you check her out and are in the Chicago area and you get, um, services from her, tell her goddess culture, uh, sent you. Um, she also travels. So if you follow her, um, you'll figure out where she is. She'll post where she is and how you can book and all that fun stuff. But she has made a living out of, um, traveling around the U the U S and sharing her talents. So shout out to Ashley. We love her work. And I love when um, people online talk about skincare. Of course, I love skincare, but I'm not an esthetician. I'm not licensed to tell any of y'all about your skin. I just tell y'all what works for me. Um, She's licensed. So (laughs) if you're going to listen to anybody, uh, she's somebody to listen to. And then this is actually a... um, I'm going to throw this in there because we're talking about black estheticians that we trust. Um, I want to talk about Kahina of... um, self-care coca that's her instagram at self-care c-o-k-a um she's a new jersey-based black esthetician who is licensed who talks a lot about products from the things you can pick up at a um drugstore to the things you're you're buying at sephora and ulta and whatever Um, but she also talks about um basically ingredients how they work on the skin what you should be mindful of um how to layer and not just skincare but body care as well so if you are looking for an esthetician or looking for some skincare resources. Those are your girls. I'm actually my my esthetician. She's from Poland, but she quit like the job. I remember you saying that you've never been able to find her. No, I'm looking for you, Agnes. If you're <laughs> out there, <laughs> on the receipt, does it have her last name? Because we can find her. You know what? I could look for the receipt because it is they digitally sent mm-hmm. it to me. So maybe we need to stalk her, but. Maybe I'll try someone new. I'm excited to hear about these two new 
um, estheticians, especially locally. Cause yeah. My skin is everything to me. So, yeah. <laughs> I need someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Well, listen, if you really want to go to one that I've, I've tried, um, I do have one for you. She's black, too. I think you told me about her. Yeah. I have an appointment, like, I think next week. Um, so I'll, I'll circle back and let you know. But yes, that is our unbossed. Um, obviously, that was like a. That derailed a little bit, but <laughs> but for all of our East Coast baddies, our Midwest girls who love their skincare, check those two people out. Yes. Alrighty, we're hopping straight into the goddess chat today. Um, we're talking about these manipulators, mm. okay? The art of manipulation, those master manipulation mm-hmm. manipulators, and how we see those signs and what we can do. Um, personally, I've definitely will say I've been manipulated before. Mm-hmm. And I will also say I've manipulated before. I didn't know that. But we'll get into that, you know, later on. But what we want to talk about first is how we notice these signs of master manipulators. Mm -hmm. So we know who we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, I don't know if y'all know, but babies manipulate. Mm -hmm. Dogs manipulate. Mm -hmm. Like, anyone can manipulate anyone. It's just if you use your manipulation for good or Mm -hmm. for evil. So the first sign I would say is their actions don't match their words. Mm -hmm. We're talking about people who talk a big game, okay? Mm. And you don't don't see that in real life. Yeah. Um, We're talking about people who play the role of the victim, usually in situations where they are not the victim. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, A manipulator could show up in, like, any form, um, in any type of person, so we want to be able to notice, you know, these little subtle things um, before you get involved with the manipulator. Because I will say, like, once you're involved with this person, you may not even notice, one, you're being manipulated, mm-hmm. as well as you, you can't figure out how to get yourself out. Yeah. So what are signs that you see of manipulators like? For me, so I'm going to piggyback off of, like, their actions don't match their words. My biggest thing, I hate when people tell me, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. This is how I show up. And that's not what they do. They say that so that you stick around. They say that so that you get excited about the possibility of what they have to offer, right? Oh, my gosh. He said, she said, they said. Mm. Because, essentially, what they've done is they listen to what you said you want. Yep. They listen to what you said you want, what you said you want individual, what you said you want materially. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Is materially a word? It it's a word be. today. It's a word today, girl. <laughs> what, what material things you want. And they promise. Mm-hmm. And they make you feel like eventually you'll get those things from me. Or you'll get those things from me. Not eventually, but you'll get these things from me. And that makes you feel like, okay, I'm going to give them a little bit more then. I'm going to be a little bit more accommodating, a little bit more understanding. Standing. I'm going to get excited <laughs> about their presence, you know? And that, I, I'm, I'm a big... Like one of my one of my core values is don't pro- over promise and under deliver. Mm. And sometimes that's unintentional, right? When you have all the good intention in the world, that's one thing. But to say I'm gonna I'm gonna promise this person this thing and really have no intention of doing that ever. for them, no ever, ever. I can't bring myself to do that. No. I shut my mouth. Exactly. I just won't say anything. But you're not gonna get that out of me because that is that is that, I hate when people do that to me. You could have shut up. You, no one even. You shouldn't you even to told me. That. Exactly. Yeah. You should have just shut up. And then my second thing is like guilt tripping and using emotions to like draw what you want out of people. Oh my gosh. I hate when someone like fucks you over, and that makes it your fault. Mm-hmm. If you would have just. Mm. But I told you that, like mm. that is the that really just 
gets me going. I just can't explain it. But that type of manipulation, that emotional, like, mm-hmm. I know I was wrong, but if you would have, or this is what you could have done when you when they wronged you, right. I really have no holler for it. Like, I, I can't get with it. I really cannot. And at this phase of my life, you don't get a chance to do that to me. What happens with the emotional manipulation is that the person, you're already invested in this person. At this point, when you're being manipulated, you've already been groomed. And it may not have been like a, a Ooh, grooming. Groom is the word, though. Girl. Because you don't know what's you happening. D- you don't know it's happening. So, And we're not only talking about um, relationships. We're no. talking about platonic friendships. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the everyday Joe, okay? They, they groom you to, to build this false sense of, like, who they are mm-hmm. and what they are. And they're, they're listening. They're researching. They're very smart individuals. Because if you're a master manipulator, which we'll talk about a couple case studies um, during this conversation. But if you're a master manipulator, you're intelligent. Mm-hmm. You're very intelligent. You're able to read the room. Mm-hmm. You're able to... Um, you understand energy. You understand energy. You're able to withhold emotions to to see how people react. Mm-hmm. And they do a lot of that until they start their manipulation. So sometimes they don't start right away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, because you're already at this point where you're invested in this person, you've built a friendship, you've built a relationship, you're not noticing the manipulation that's mm-hmm. going over your head. It's, mm-hmm. little, it's little subtle things. You know what I'm saying? And then by the time that, you know, you start realizing, like, this is having an effect on my life... Mm-hmm. You're already so deep in that it's hard to get out. I will say, like, for myself, in my own, like, personal life, I've been manipulated. Mm -hmm. I've been manipulated by friends. I've been manipulated in a relationship. You know, and a lot of the times I just assumed people have good intentions. Well, you know why? Because I can't remember what it's called, but it's human nature to not want to believe that the people who are closest to us will harm us. Yeah, I can so, see that. So your brain kind of tricks you into saying, oh, they wouldn't do that. That's not what they mean by that. We always want to assume the, the best. Yeah, because of the grooming or because of how long you've been friends with this person or because of you feeling like this person knows me. They would never do this to me. So when you're when I'm when I um, dealt with that multiple situations, I kind of feel like I got fed up. Mm-hmm. Like I just got like mentally fed up, like. In um, Caribbean culture, they'll say, like, people will take you for idiot. Like, Mm -hmm. that's literally what happens when you're being manipulated. Someone is literally saying, this person is a goddamn idiot. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to spin their world upside down. Yeah. It's it's deliberate lies. Like, I I don't even want to, like, go into detail, you know, too much because I've already worked through most of this fucking trauma. But um, I've had people lie to me about shit you should not lie about. Like, big shit. Like, shit that wouldn't even make sense to be a lie. And then when you see, like, when you catch them in that lie and you see it unravel, you start to see the person do those things that you talked about. That Mm -hmm. Mm guilt-tripping shit. Especially when you find the pattern. victimizing shit. Yeah. And then you start thinking back, like, damn, it's been years of this. If I would have caught this a long time ago, what would this look like? My family says all the time, especially for people we know are liars, because they're trying to manipulate, is... And I'm, this is not just my family thing, but it's where I got it from. But, like, they lie when the truth sounds better. If you had just said okay. what it is, you, ca- you probably could have got out of me what you wanted. But instead, you want to manipulate me and use your lies to make me do what you want me to do. If you probably just would have said, said what, what it, it was, was and what you needed. They want to have control. I probably would have given it to you anyway. Right. You know? And that's that's really why I have a hard time with manipulation. Because I feel like the both of us are very giving people. Mm-hmm. And... 
honestly, there's very little I'll say no to. Unless it compromises my morals or unless it puts me in a place where I'm down to my last and I don't have enough for myself. And depending on the person, I'll even give it to you then. I'll figure my shit out. That's not healthy, but (laughs) it depends who it is. But But it's speaking to who you are as a person. Exactly. So if, if that's why I just don't like the manipulation thing, because if you would have just said, yeah, Hey, this is what I want. This is what I need. Yeah. You know, I probably would have found a way to make it happen for you anyway. Right. But then I found out you manipulated me and that's like, I don't want to do anything for you ever again. Ever again. Even if you are down to your last and you really need, you better, you best go find somebody else. Once I find out that you've manipulated or lied to me, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much it. I am a Scorpio. I'm forgiving is not one of my strong suits. Yeah. I really don't have patience for liars because I just feel like I'm such a genuine person even when shit is, like, fucked up to say, I still say it. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I want you to know exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to ever feel like I'm trying to hold the strings um, to your to your soul to, like, make you do something. I want you to have a natural reaction off of what I'm saying. Maybe I need to work on delivery. But one thing you won't get from me is a bunch of lies and a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. When manipulators come to you and they're telling you a bunch of bullshit, they're telling you, like... The bullshit so that they can get a certain reaction out of you. Mm-hmm. They know who you are. They know how you how you move. They know that you're a genuine person, that you won't think that of them. Yeah. So they know if they say X, Y, and Z... She'll do it. She'll do it. Yeah. You know what That's I'm saying? That's the one I could tap. That's the one I can... Oh, this dummy right here? Yeah. This the one. She gonna give me exactly what I want. She All I gotta ex- do is make her feel a little guilty plead my case, talk about how exactly. I drop a tear, and that's going to make her feel. That's going to make her feel. And yeah. the, the part of it, the part that is the worst of it all is that we all feel like it could never be me. Until it is. And until I it thought is. it couldn't be me until I was a year in Girl. to the manipulation in one sense. I thought it couldn't be me until I was ready to be out of another situation. Mm. Then I'm like, wait, hold on. What was this? Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. Then it's literally dealing with a full-blown liar. And they're good. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really good. Now, I, I talked about in the beginning that, you know, I've also manipulated. I will say I manipulated, but I don't feel like... I didn't... First of all, I didn't even know I was. it was a form of manipulation. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just... You want your guy to do something. Yeah, well, take the time on that, though, right? So... Is it manipulation? I... It, if we're talking about if it's the, if we're saying like it's the same manipulation that babies do, right? Babies do it yes. because they can't communicate with their words, right? So the so baby manipulation looks like I'm gonna cry even if I'm not in pain because I know that when I cry, Someone's my mom like, will come pick me up. Come pick me. You know up. what I'm saying? Right. That's not necessarily a harmful manipulation. Right. That's a lack of communication. Right. Ability. Exactly. So how else am I gonna tell this girl to come pick me the fuck up? Right. Um, and I also want to say in relationships in general, right? Manipulation, low-key, is part of it. It's a part of the relationships. But I wish there was a different word. Be- I think there is a different because, word. Because what, what I mean by this is, of course you're going to say, yeah, that's us going for round two. <laughs> We're filling up our cups, guys. Okay. I'm going to let the pour happen so it don't interrupt our words. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, If you're drinking with the... <laughs> you were drinking with us at this moment please refill your glass because shit is about to get good it is so what i was saying about relationship manipulation and i hate i hate using this word i I wish i would have found another word before this episode got started but um when you want something out of your partner you do little things to get them to want to buy in okay right like if i if let me think of an example i'm not gonna make it personal i'll make it very hypothetical let's say 
oh, I'm sorry, mom. But this is the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Let's say. I'm sorry, Joe. You know, you want a little intimate time with your partner when they get home from work, right? You're probably going to wear booty shorts right, or panties exactly. and a t-shirt. His t-shirt with no bra. Because you want to. So when he gets home, he sees you looking like that. Exactly. And he says, he thinks it's his idea. Whole time, it, it was, was yours. yours. <laughs> that's, why are you in my brain? <laughs> but like exactly that right I mean. there, I think that's natural and I think it's healthy a little bit. It's, I mean, of course you can say, hey, but that's also not sexy. To be like, hey, sexy. when you get home, home from work, can you drop your pants? Like, that's not. <laughs> as soon as you get to the door. <laughs> like, that's not sexy. It could be, but that's not, you know, sometimes you want to, you want your partner to think it's their idea so that. It feels natural. Yeah. It, feel, it feels like y'all eased into whatever the next step is, right? right? That's one thing. We're not talking about that. We're not. But that's the side of what we would call good manipulation. If you have a better word for that, please drop in our DMs and let us know. But that is that good manipulation where... I wanna, oh, I hate saying good manipulation because it sounds crazy. We got to find the word. We will. But that is what I'm talking about. You know, it's not used to, to get a reaction out of someone that will detriment them or hurt their feelings or or cause them to react in a certain way when we look at poor skills of manipulation or bad manipulation these people want you to react in a certain way that is in their favor you know what i'm saying and a a, a example of that would be you know lying to someone um about something that you know may not have ever happened just mm-hmm. so that they can react in a way that you could be like this is exactly how I wanted them to react. Exactly. You know? So it has its, like, good and bad sides, but it's being able to notice the difference. You know? You have to be I shouldn't harm. honest with yourself. Like, if your manipulation is harming... Right. Or it's getting it's someone wrong. to buy into something that they wouldn't have bought into anyway... Or it's not the truth. Yeah. Buy into something that's not the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Or to benefit you and you don't communicate that it's for your benefit. Sometimes you do need things from people that only benefit you. But you have to give them a chance to opt in or opt out. Yeah. You know? You can't just, like, make... You can't just make people feel like it's their duty to do what you need them to do. That's not fair. Like, people should have the choice. And I'm all about choice. You have to give people the choice because when you when you remove that choice, it's basically saying you can't think for yourself. I'm finna. Think I'm thinking for you. for you. And the the headstrong, like the Aquarius in me who doesn't like rules, right? Can't tolerate someone managing my life. Don't no. manage my life because then I will cut you out of it right. and make you forget you knew me. Gone. Yeah, I don't buy that at all. Um, but yeah, so thinking about um, manipulations, right? And all the manipulation we've experienced in our life. In our lives. Do you think... And I'm about to jump ahead. We can jump back. What Do you think that relationship manipulation is worse? Or family or friend relationship... I mean, manipulation is worse. What cuts you deeper? I would even move, like, friend and relationship to one side. And then and family, family to on the other, other side. Only because I feel like family... The manipulation starts from y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, your parents know exactly what to say to get you to do something or exactly what to say to get you upset. You know what I'm saying? Do I think it's always to cause harm? Not all the time. But I do think that, you know, there's the boundaries with family get blurred very quickly mm-hmm. because they've known you all your life. So it could have been something they've done since you were a child that you didn't notice till you were an adult. Yeah. Then when we think of... Um, like friend and relationship manipulation, I feel like that is like the worst. Because mm-hmm. I've already opted into this friendship saying that I'm going to be this type of person for you and this is where you need to meet me it. at. Exactly. Yeah. I've shown you who I am. I brought you around. I've gotten you comfortable. I made you feel very welcome. Mm-hmm. And now you come into my space mm-hmm. 
and think that you can move pieces around to benefit yourself. Yeah. And that's cross just, my boundaries. Cross all the boundaries. Like, just come into your life and cause a fucking tornado. And I think that that is the, the manipulation that one hurts the most. Mm-hmm. Because it's like... We don't get to choose our family, but mm-hmm. we get to choose our friends yeah, and our we relationships. Opt in. We opt into it. We, if you're me, like I'm really guarded about like the people I have around me. Not in the sense of like I'm not friendly. Like I can literally talk to anybody. But, but you got to be careful with you. You have to be. You have to protect yourself. So at the end of the day, like I think the relationship and friendships. Those people are coming more so from, like, a malicious place. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're manipulating you, it's because they want to get something out of you. Maybe low-key envious of you. Maybe jealous of you. Maybe they don't want to see you succeed. Like, it can Mm -hmm. be a combination of a bunch of things. And when you've already opted into something and you just don't expect it, Mm -hmm. that shit hurts. Like, it literally hurts. Like, I think I've cried over a friendship more than a relationship that mm-hmm. I lost over a situation like that. Yeah. And it sucks, but, like, you do that shit to me once, you can never speak to me again. I'm not a semi-apology type of girl. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like. And and really the true, like, the the, the factor that changes everything, if you're, if you're going to come out of it, is um, change behavior. And if that's how they operate, they probably don't want to change their behavior. No. And it has to be it has to be someone else's idea for them to change their own behavior, not yours. You can't say, please be different, please right. change for me. Because they're going to do what they want to do. If we're keeping if we're keeping family over here and friends and relationships over here, I wanna take it a step further and say and, and say that the friends and relationship one is the worst, and then take it a step further to say the relationship one is worse for me. Mm. And I say that because friends become family. Right. Yeah, and when you get into a relationship with somebody and it goes forever and y'all build a family together, then then th- th- y'all's family unit becomes a thing. But that's still separate of the people you call your family, in my opinion, Absolutely. because your relationship gets pieces of you that your family will never get. Right. You know, so if I feel comfortable enough with you to like give you the most intimate parts of me. I mean, my mind as well as my body. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then you take that and use it because here's the thing in relationships specifically. People use sex as a means to manipulate, right? Like, people use, like... Sorry, Mom, again. But, like, being digmatized... Oh, that's a thing. Like, I could get her to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Using sex. You know what I'm saying? Yikes. And sometimes it's just the natural oxytocin that pumps through our bodies when somebody makes us happy. And that's just not... That's not just a relationship thing. That's That could be a friend thing. That could be a family thing. But then, I, but then you think about what what the physical aspect that comes with being in a relationship, and how you're not only intimate with your words, but you're intimate with your body. Absolutely. You know, and I'm not saying this is everybody, but some people, and myself included, I'm just careful about who I let have, who I let interact with my body. Yeah, you have to be. You have. That's how I feel. I'm not knocking nobody who doesn't, who is not, but. It's just how I feel about myself. So if I get to a point where I feel comfortable enough with you to share my my deepest, darkest secrets and my thoughts and my opinions on things and then feel comfortable enough to have sex with you and then you manipulate me, you might as well forget I existed once I realized. Pretty much. And I think it's so hard for people to wrap their minds around that because they feel like, oh, we could just go from, like, you see stuff like we could go from, like, being together every day and talking every day and blah, 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 and then act like we don't know each other. Yes, I'm the type of girl who will make you act like you didn't know me once I realized how far you had me fucked up. And that just is what it is because here's the thing. If I've now recognized what you've done to me, 
Mm-hmm. And I let you do it twice. You got the wrong girl. Absolutely. Once I know what's going on here, once the cat is out the bag, it can't happen again. No, it can't. It cannot happen again. And I'm the queen if I don't double back. Absolutely. Do so, with that what you will, but I have never spun the block. There's no need to. There's no need to. So what are some ways you avoid it? Avoid what? Being manipulated? Yeah. Well, I can't say I've avoided being manipulated. <laughs> but because I was so far in it, yeah. you know, it wasn't until I was ready to be, I was ready to, it wasn't until I was like, I'm recognizing what's happening and it doesn't feel good that I really, mm-hmm. was I like, damn, I guess that's what that was. Yeah. In the moment, I just thought I was being useful. I thought I was being helpful. I thought yeah. I was being kind. kind. I thought I was Oof, being understanding. Kindness. And... I was being played for idiot. Idiot. Okay, whatever she said. I was, I was, whatever she said, that's the fuck I was doing, bruh. And it was, once you realize it's like, damn, I feel crazy. I feel crazy. I feel so crazy. So I've never been able to avoid it. But what I will say, especially when it comes to relationships now, is I am no longer, um, I just told you just earlier, before we even decided what we were talking about, actually, I'm no longer buying into potential. Bye. If you don't show me what I need, I'm out. Well, I'm not, I wasn't in in the first place, but I won't go deeper into what you want. Absolutely. You know? And I say, what I mean by this is if you don't, like, already come with a certain level of care and generosity and mm-hmm. understanding, you know, I'm not coaching anybody on how to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's how. The moment I see a red flag, babes, I'm out. I, I'm also going to be mindful of people... Um, doing things for me because they want something from me. Mm. To me, generosity and kindness should just be what it is f- for the sake of wanting to be generous and kind, you know? Right. But if it if it's like... And, and sometimes the manipulation starts with the generosity and kindness, right? I'm going to keep doing I'm going to keep doing until I need her to do something, until I need him to do something. But I'm being mindful of the way in which it's delivered and then what's being required of me as a result of your kindness. Absolutely. You know? So I don't. That's how I'm leading with it in my newfound life. Life, understandable. How about you? Um. Well, first, I think I tell you guys all the time. I had that revolutionary time period in like 2020, and when I like first realized I was being manipulated, I actually said like, I'm gonna stop being like who I am. Like I'm gonna stop being genuine. I'm gonna stop being kind. And I think all of that had to do with my unhappiness. Like I was trying to protect myself so much that I wasn't even myself anymore. Mm -hmm. So I've implemented some new things that Mm -hmm. I just want to include, um, you know, as I grow as an adult, because manipulation is one of those things that is not going to happen to me anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just like I'm putting my foot down. Yeah. So the first thing is honestly putting your foot down. I'm not going to believe in coincidences. I'm not going to believe anyone's story. I'm literally looking at your actions and what you do. The second thing is I'm going to watch how people treat people around me Mm -hmm. because what it is is that people will, you will see them do this already. You would see them, you would see them do it to their friend, their cousin, their brother. And you'll be like, they would never. Not me. Not me. That's my friend. Like they would never do that to me. That's my dog. Whole time. Whole time. You're up next. Yeah. So it's watching those signs and not being oblivious and thinking, you know, that this person is not this way. Like, you have to protect yourself. Like, you are your only ally. Mm -hmm. In this world, 
yes, there's there's your mom, there's your dad. They're not going to be there for you every situation. 24-7. You have to protect yourself. And it, and me, I feel, I feel like I'm so valuable to myself, especially when I'm in a good place, that when these things happen to me, it takes me so long to bounce back. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, a year. You know, me, like, mentally, maybe if I had a therapist, it would be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't got insurance right now. So as yeah, soon as I do, time. you know... I can make that move, but at this moment, I'm working through my problems on my own. And what I refuse to do is continue to make the same mistake multiple times. So mm-hmm. I'm really big on seeing how people move, saying less, and letting me see how their actions. Because at the end of the day, someone can say they're generous, but you can see someone who's generous. Someone mm-hmm. can say they're kind, but you can see how someone moves that they're kind. Yeah. Don't take... Watch their actions, not their words. Watch their actions, not their words, what we said in the beginning. Don't take yourself for granted don't let someone have the ability to control and manipulate you um at any at any point um make sure that you put your foot down Mm -hmm. if even if you have to act a little crazy my mom told me that at a young age she said it was not to do with manipulation but if someone tried to kidnap you start acting crazy they don't want a kid that's crazy They don't want to take a kid that's crazy. Yeah, but that's that's a good point, though. Because when you're being manipulated, if I show you... That I'm crazy. I'm gonna shoot this bitch up. Something. What you gonna do? Then? What you gonna do? <laughs> they gonna be like, uh-uh, that Jordan girl is unpredictable. Yeah, she hold on. Maybe she's not the one. Maybe she's not the one to manipulate. Yeah. And at this age and at this place in my life, I'm just too old and too grown. And I just did so much work with myself. And too kind yourself. You too know kind. Not even about like the like the we're too grown thing. But it's like I show up too genuine in this world for, to let somebody do that to me. To let somebody do that to me yeah. and ruin all the work I put into myself. Like you have to guard yourself. Like you are the prize Mm -hmm. okay everything else is just glitter and whatever shimmer whatever you are the prize take care of yourself protect yourself yeah um for me i would say boundaries Mm. i i would say like manipulators manipulators will start with like the flattery and the kindness but they'll end up knocking on your boundaries they'll end up seeing how far they can push them and how many times they can get you to do just a tad bit more of what you said you wouldn't do. Mm. And the moment you you start to feel somebody not recognizing your boundaries or seeing how far they could take them, you know there's like something not so not so like good is coming up. And um, I'll say that because I've been having conversations recently about what my boundaries are and what I'm comfortable with. And for the first time in a very long time, someone has heard my boundaries and said, all right, cool, so I'm not going to touch that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, us too. Yeah, you and I. Jordan and I is a great example we of are this. So, we're, our boundaries are so clear. There will never come a time where I have to feel the need to manipulate needs. I'll just no. say what it is or what it isn't. Right away. Give her, we'll, ha- we'll give each other a chance to say where we are with it, and then we'll come to a solution together. Mm-hmm. But it's never like, okay, I'm going to act like this so that Shanice will think like this, and mm-hmm. I'm going to get what I want out of her. I never have to do that with her. Ever. And if you've listened to, like, our previous episodes, you know that Jordan and I didn't even like each other when we first, like, met. Like, we knew each other for at least a year and a half when we initially met. Mm -hmm. And we didn't even speak. And it wasn't until, like, we had a conversation. I think I gave her a ride home, like, after an event or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why don't you like me? Like, everyone likes me. And she literally was clear as day. This is why I don't like you. And I had to think, like, damn, like, that situation, my intention was never for her to feel like that. So now that she's told me she felt like that, 
This is how we move with each other. This is how we move. That That is her boundary. And since that day, 10 years ago, <laughs> we ain't never had to have another conversation. Because Jordan yeah. made it clear, like, this is my boundary. And because I respect our friendship and I respect where where we are going and her respect Jordan as a person, I would never do something like, like that again. And she'll never have to question that because she's already stated what her boundary was. Mm-hmm. Now, someone who's not your friend, they would have probably had a second encounter and you would have to say hey hey I told you that already a third time hey hey that is manipulation right we heard each other and we heard how like we interpret our actions and we chose to do something about it that's why like this like when I think about manipulation like I think about how when you tell somebody something this is what I don't like this one don't like and they say okay I hear you and I understand and I get it right and the moment they have a chance to do it again they do it yeah right and then they'll try to pull the oh well I'm learning and blah blah and yes that's true right no it's not but you should be trying your your hardest and the moment you realize that you fucked up it should be on you to own that it shouldn't be on me to say say, remember that time I said I don't like exactly accountability it's like damn she said that fuck and I realized I'm doing the very thing she asked me not to I apologize for doing that thing to you right you know but that's what you noticed yeah, but but you should if you are truly working on it. If right. you're not, you're going to hear. It's going to go in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. You're going to do it again. You're going to forget that you're supposed to be working on it. That's why you don't recognize the call out and say, oh, I know we spoke about this and I'm sorry for doing that. Right. I'm still learning, you know, because you own what your progress is. Exactly. It's not it's not your job to tell me that you did it. That, you know what I'm saying? It's not exactly. your job. Um, but yeah, 100 percent. So boundaries is like a big is a big one for me. Right. And when we think of like master manipulators, just to throw out a few that we, you know, saw recently in, um, you know, in the world, especially like Netflix and, yeah, and, Hulu, uh, and all the things we're, we're talking about Anna Delvey. We're talking about Tinder Swindler. We're talking about Elizabeth Holmes. And if you don't know, they each have their own documentaries on either Netflix or Hulu. But when you think of those situations, they're able to manipulate people based off of emotion. Yeah. Based off of just sounding like they knew what they were Sounds saying. Good. Okay, so something I said was generosity, right? Because I think that's how I got God, right? That's how I get God. I get God by like people. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> am, I, am I reflecting on my own life? How I get God is generosity, right? You, Because here's the thing. I'm so self-sufficient. And yeah. I don't ask for things. Right. So the moment somebody's like, not the moment, but like if I notice someone making a habit out of like, I was thinking about you and this is what I did or right. I saw this and blah, blah, whatever, whatever it is. I'm like, damn, wow, you're considering me. You're thinking about me when I'm not around. And I don't mean just relationships. I really don't because most of this shit came from people I thought were my friends. But um, when I think about that and generosity, Tinder Swindler comes to mind. Remember, yeah. he took these women on expensive ass dates. Sure did. Flew them out immediately. Sure did. Waited a couple weeks. Sure did. And then said, "Hey, can you give me twenty five thousand dollars?" Sure did. Right. Put your house up for mortgage. You know what I'm saying? He mm. made he he made you feel like I will drop a bag on you. I'll fly you anywhere you want to go. I'm gonna introduce you to the best people I know, so that when I need something from you, mm-hmm. you'll give it. Exactly. You'll max out your credit cards. You'll ask for extensions from Amex. But I can see why people think like that. And that's why we say anybody can be manipulated. And Don't I didn't think, think you're so. above it. Let me tell you, when I was watching these, I remember having a conversation with my grandpa. I was like, I don't understand how these women got got by the tenders. He was like, no, I get it. It happens to people every day. I'm like, could never be me. Whole time, bitch. It, it was, was me. It wasn't, <laughs> I didn't have $25,000 to give somebody. Right. But I gave something much different. Yeah. And that's a little bit more sacred. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. And I, I was, I was loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. I was loud and wrong. Even when I think of like Anna Delvey, mm-hmm. like how she was able to get all of these hotels to let her stay on credit. 
you by know making friends with the staff by just being friendly or giving by tipping tips. them a couple hundred dollars a day that's to tell you guys how easy it is to be manipulated mm-hmm. like you literally don't know it's happening when it's happening somebody strokes your ego enough enough yeah and especially if you're in a, a place of doubt or you're in a place specifically with like the tinder swindler if you're mm-hmm. in a, a place where you're not loving yourself all the way like mm-hmm. it, people can see that that's why it's important to do that self-work like take care of yourself work through Mm -hmm. whatever you got going on before you put yourself out there because people can literally see how vulnerable you are and what they do is they attack that vulnerability because Mm -hmm. they're like "Mm, this girl is so sad if i say this it's gonna go right over her head and it usually does yeah but hear us though when we say the, the some of the things that we're saying for people who are like very skeptical of people i don't want you to hear what we're saying and think every time someone's generous every time someone strokes your ego like they're trying to manipulate you Mm-hmm. You have to know yourself enough to know if yeah. you're capable of that happening to you. Because let me tell you something. I'm an ego stroker, okay? I love for the people who are around me that when I show up in a room, in a house, in a space, on the phone, that that I see you, I recognize you, and I, and I want you to feel seen, right? Yeah, but it doesn't come out manipulated. But I, but I don't do it with the intention of getting anything back. That's the difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If someone's stroking that ego because eventually a couple of days later they won't ask, and they're asking you for something... Your ego was being stroked so that you would give them what they asked for. Exactly. Me, I just, you walk in and you look cute, bitch. I want you to know because I see you. It feels good to be seen. Right. You know, there's a difference there. I will say, I now assume everybody is trying to manipulate me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to pretend for y'all. I've been through some shit. Yeah. And what, what, what makes it a difference for me is... I have to see, I'm assuming everybody's a manipulator, and then I'm seeing, like, who's not. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe, um, I don't believe in, in people's lies or anything right away. Again, I look at their actions. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the worst first, which probably is not the best, best idea, but I've been through some shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm working, I'm working backwards with people, because what I'm seeing now, especially post-pandemic, post-being um, inside, Social skills and and things like that, it's lacking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People are very much so, what can you do for me? What can you give to me? And I don't got nothing for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right away, I'm going to shut that shit down. Because I'm not even going to give you an inch to take a mile. I don't got... You said what? No, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Right away. What we doing now? Oh, is the friendship over? See you later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just create that boundary for yourself of what you think you can allow before you get too deep in. Mm -hmm. My fort is at least 10 feet away from my heart. Mm -hmm. So it'll take somebody longer to probably get to know me, which Jordan, you actually taught me this. So it's very, (laughs) (laughs) it's very surprising, um, you know, that you have gone to the other side. Yeah. But Jordan told me like, you know, she. Well, it depends though. It depends. (laughs) She guards, she guards herself. She guards her heart, she guards herself, and she lets people prove who that they, they belong, you know, and yeah. prove who they are. And I think it takes a, it's a more work, you know. I, I feel like before I was kind of just like, no, you're my friend. That's my friend. Who wants to be my friend? Like, let's hang out. It's not, you're not, you're genuine. We met. It's natural. People will set up situations for you to be in situations to make it look organic. And it most times it's not. Mm-hmm. Most times it's not a coincidence. Like most times it's because they've already planned that A plus B equals C plus D plus F. Like they've already made their own math about it. So you have to literally have those boundaries, those boundaries so tight and strong. Like nobody could get through them. Like only genuineness and people who are from God can get through them because you already know what to listen for, what to look for, mm-hmm. how to how to move when these things happen. You shut it down right away. 
Yeah, I think that's why for me, man- manipulation, once I realize it hurts so bad and you can't come back from it. Because I do, I am somebody who's like naturally to myself, you know? And right. oftentimes people misread that as me being like stush or like stuck up or, you know, she's a bitch. And not because of my actions, but because you can't get close enough to feel what it actually is. Yeah, you, know? you can't read the room. And... You really can't read me unless yeah. I want you to. Yeah. In, in which case, then then I'm the one giving, not you I pulling like you. it out of me. You exactly. know? And that's and that's just is what it is. It's also I'm mindful about who I call my friend. So if we get there and I, and I make you my friend because I feel like I can trust you and I feel like we can do all these things and we can be close and we can be intimate and we can whatever. Once I If I find out that it's happened, it's hard for you and I to recover. Yeah, because I feel like I I feel like I did I I did the work and I took my time I did my due diligence to try to figure out who you are before I let you in all the way. Girl, I feel like there needs to be a part two for this. (laughs) (laughs) We actually need to bring on a psychologist to kind of tell us the psychology behind it because I know somebody I could ask. We might need to let us know if we need a part two. Um, but that is manipulation, y'all. That is the art of manipulation. Put your foot down. Alrighty. Wow, that was a good one. I it like was. that. We were passionate. <laughs> we was. You was punching your fist <laughs> and your hands. It's <laughs> <laughs> the champagne, y'all. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. Um, jumping straight into fresh face. So, currently, I am. I mentioned that my esthetician has left the building. Um, she is gone. Agnes is MIA. Agnes is MIA. So I haven't been able to purchase any skincare products because I usually buy them directly through um, the company. And I haven't gone back because I'm like, drive all the way over there. Agnes is not even there to do my face. Right. So I've been using drugstore products. So I want to share with you guys a couple drugstore products that have been working for me. It's all within the 10 to $15 range. And it's literally my current skincare routine. Let's hear it. Um, so we all know about CeraVe face wash. It is a goodie. I think it's like $11 at Walgreens. I use it night and day. You know, it, has, it hasn't it has failed me. What I will say, it's so moisturizing. Like, it's... Which one you, is it? CeraVe, um, the green bottle. Okay. When you put it on your face, like, it literally feels like it might be a, a sunscreen or a moisturizer, but it's the face wash. Mm-hmm. Super good. It works night and day. It doesn't produce oil. Like, I never feel like... Um, like, you didn't get cleaned. Like, I didn't get cleaned or it's too... Um, like not suddy enough because you know you need them them suds to like get into the pores like every time one wash and I feel great. Mm-hmm. And you have like no pores. Eh, you I don't. Have, I feel like I have a bunch, but I be in the mirror so close that I have a bunch of stuff going on. Um, the next thing I'm using is the Cetaphil lotion. We all know that is a goodie. Target eleven dollars. Okay, and it's a big bottle. And they switched their bottle now that you can travel with it because you, if you turn it to the right, no, if you turn it to the left, it locks automatically instead of like having to push it down and like maneuver it. So shout out to y'all. Um, secondly, I'm using a vitamin C and E oil. Actually, the one that I came love... in the Sip and Slave bag. Oh, are you? Bag. Yes, yeah. it's from Sephora. Very cheap, $10. I love a vitamin, a vitamin E for sure. You need an oil. Yeah. 
um, I'm not using a toner mm. right now mm-hmm. because in the summer, I try to not use toners. I feel like... They can it, be stripping sometimes. It's it's very stripping. And I'm also not acne prone. Mm-hmm. So I don't need like that... Adi- I need more moisture. My skin is very dry. Mm-hmm. So I would say toner of your choice. Again, Walgreens, Target, they have all the options. And then... You just slap on some sunscreen. What you are know? you using right now? I'm using Super Goop. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's We're like hardcore Super Goop. We're fans. hardcore Super Goop. But I'm going to purchase the one Jordan mentioned last week, Shishido. Mm-hmm. Um, it's $25 for the, tra- the small size. For the small size. size. But you know what? The small size is the same amount of product as the Super Goop. Is it? Yes. Even though it looks small like that, Super Goop's tube just looks different. And I think if it's not the exact same quantity, it's like they're neck and neck. Okay, because Supergoop is 30. 30 Yeah, like $36. And I heard about Trader Joe's have a dupe for Supergoop right. as well. So I'm very interested in trying different sunscreens. And I think, like, depending on where you are located, you need to switch your sunscreen based on the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, in New York, New Jersey, like, it's not as hot as, like, a Arizona a Texas, a Georgia. So I can I can use like a 40 yeah. SPF. But Jordan told me she's been using 50, 50. SPF. Yeah. And it's been working really well. So I think there's like a certain balance Literally, for each person. my face and neck were outside the same amount of time. My face don't match my arms. Because mm. I've been using 50 on my face and neck. Okay, so that's why I'm going to try 50. Because... I need to, like, I think, depending on, like, how close you are to the sun, maybe you need to upgrade yeah, to 50. Often. Yeah, Yeah, how long you're staying out there. Absolutely. So, I think my entire skincare routine is, like, under $60. That's beautiful. Which is great because the skincare routine I usually get from my esthetician is $275 for Ooh. four products. And how long does that usually last you? It does last me at least a quarter, like, okay. four four months. Okay, good. It does, but it's so expensive, and mm-hmm. I'm going to have to save my little dollars to, like, level up on that. But for now, I'm all about the drugstore. I want you guys to tap in if you haven't used any of these products. They mm-hmm. all work for me, but see how it works for you. Um, maybe talk to your esthetician and see how, it, you know, if the products they recommend for you. But drugstore, do not sleep on drugstore. You, you like, really do can't. Not. Some, of my, some of the longest, the products I've been using the longest have come from the drugstore. Mm-hmm. The drugstore or, like, a Target. They work. Literally. They're literally white-labeled sometimes. From the same factories. Yeah. Um. So. Self-care? Self-care this week. Um. For me, um, I have a pool at my complex. And I've lived there for, like, almost two years. Mm-hmm. And never been to the pool. So this week I really took time to just go sit out there and just eat. And I was like, wow, people actually, this is enjoyable. Like, in the middle of the work that you could take a break and just be intentional about it. So throughout the whole week, I may try to took a lunch, which I never really do. I kind of just, like, yeah, work. Yeah, we work through the days in a real way. I'm glad you take breaks. I'm so happy to be able to incorporate breaks. I didn't yeah. even think it would make a difference. I'm also on another little journey that I probably will talk about next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like more in tune mm-hmm. i feel like i feel the things that i'm doing have a effect on me and i didn't think they would i thought it was all i thought what y'all was saying about oh take a break take a walk i thought no, that shit that was shit all like up, bro. it does if it's you don't necessary. give your if you don't give your stress and your anxiety somewhere to go it builds up within you and then it has to come out eventually and it comes out in ways that are unhealthy who would have thunk it yeah what about you what did you do this week yeah, this week I have been doing the opposite of taking breaks, which is insane. Except yesterday, I did take a, a very nice break. Um, but 
I've been really tapping into like aromatherapy and I'm always I'm somebody who's really big on scent. Like I always have like candles or incense or like my diffuser going or whatever, but this week I feel like I've needed it a lot more. And how I use aromatherapy is if I feel very overwhelmed and this also be maybe my ADHD, but I need something that's physical to pull me out of the like spiral I'm in right so if I'm feeling overwhelmed because work has been a lot whatever I need a physical thing to come in and cut that off so I need like a massage to like stop my body from like processing the how overwhelmed I am and like I have to focus in on the massage another physical thing is scent so I've been using um scents to kind of like make myself like get out of my head stop looking at the screen and like observe how I feel when I smell these things. So my go-tos are Nag Champa. It's a, a incense and a sandalwood and magnolia are the scents that are used. I've been buying. I've literally been buying um, Nag Champa for like eight years. Kid you not. Um, maybe six years. That might be a gross exaggeration. But about six years, I've been very consistent with like using Nag Champa as an incense. And then Jasmine, I recently got into Jasmine. Now, Jasmine can be a bit jarring, but in the moments that I really need to, like, stop and feel my body and feel my emotions, Jasmine has been a really good one uh, because it is very strong. Uh, but there's also a lot of... Um, you can connect with it spiritually, if that makes sense. I won't really go into that today because I don't want to drag this episode quite along here. But when we think about, like, the context of Jasmine, the way it's used and, like other um other ways um it can be very healing and medicinal and then eucalyptus um that's always one like Shanice and I literally keep eucalyptus in our bathrooms we use it when we shower I put it on the shower floor when I shower I've patted in my diffuser today um but that one is another jarring scent that's actually enjoyable and then I also just love like say uh, the company sage s-a-j-e their oil blends so they'll take um since that we all know and love the eucalyptus the peppermints the orange oil whatever they'll take all those things and they'll blend them to make very beautiful blends um that also serve the same purpose in the diffuser um what i will say about all these methods and scents and diffusers they're not scents you can turn on and off once you light them once you start them in your home your house is going to smell like that for the rest of the day at least if your windows are closed well you should have your windows open cracked if you're burning incense but you get what i'm saying it'll stay in your home for like a day at least maybe a day and a half um but if you want to enjoy those things in the way that i've been enjoying them which is to kind of like cut the anxiety or cut the feeling of being overwhelmed put them on a cotton ball it's the oils you can you can put them on a cotton ball and like sniff them you can throw it away when you're done you don't gotta keep it in your house but yeah that's what i've been doing for self-care this week and your house smelled really great when, Did it? when I came inside. I've never mixed Nag Chapa and eucalyptus at the same time. It smells really good. But I really lit the eucalyptus because I, I like the smell. But the eucalyptus today was really about the gnats. So I have plants. And I think I overwatered um, one of my plants. And when you overwater your plants, gnats can become a thing. Um, but I read that eucalyptus helps get rid of them. And there's there, although there are still some in here, it's a lot less than it was the last time you were here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but Nag Champa is what I needed today. So it was a mix between the two. I felt very at ease when I walked in. Very peaceful. Yeah, very peaceful. I love for my home to feel peace. I love it when does. people come in my house and tell me how relaxed they feel. Very relaxed. How at ease they very feel Very comfortable. Here. But yeah. 
episode 66 episode 66 thank y'all so much for listening guys we're giving you consistency okay so what we need from you guys is to like comment subscribe (laughs) and help us tell us like how we're doing Mm -hmm. we need some feedback we need some feedback we want to hear it we want to hear from you guys so if you haven't already slip slide in our dms let us know what you think and as always thank you guys for listening we appreciate it we'll see y'all next time